Persons under 18 will not be admitted. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff and Ben. Um, talking with the dead. And still talking with. And still talking with. Still talking with is our live show. Yes. You can catch that every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. That's yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You live yeah. in fucking California. It's got to be three. No, four. Four? Yeah. They're oh. only three hours behind. What about daylight savings? Yeah, well, fuck that. We'll worry about that one. Okay, so if you're on the West Coast, you're going to have to look up when 6 o'clock is out there compared to here. Which would be actually 7 o'clock out there. 7 o'clock? Yeah. No, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. You're all fucked up today. Another dollar for the swear jar. I'm always fucked up. <laughs> you should tune into the show and see really how fucked up I can get. Oh, yeah. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And when you do tune in, you're going to see amazing guests like this. Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Toking With. Hi, I'm Larry Kenny, and you're listening to Still Toking With. What's up, everybody? It's comedian Sherwin Array, and you're listening to Still Toking With on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You are watching Still Token With. My name is Leo and Monkey Behind the Keyboard here. We have a great show scheduled for you, as always. And, uh, hey, you're, uh, you're not Ben. What no. the hell? <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Dustin? I am doing wonderful. How about you, Leo? Doing fine, doing fine. Jeffrey. Happy Wednesday. It happy is Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Yeah, November 1st. We're finally, we're past the Halloween stuff. Bunny, bunny. Although it was, you know, it was it was good. I like Halloween. You know, I, I like the little kids. They're all dressed up. You know, they look really cool. Although they they're getting fewer and fewer these past few years. You know, I mean, either I'm getting old or they're growing up. I haven't figured out which yet. You know, we don't get any kids where I am. Well, who'd want to go to your house? Well, it's Navy housing. You figured there's a lot of kids, but yeah. Oh well, yeah, you would think so, but yeah. you know, I, I, uh, I am psyched for today's show. I've been, t- I've been talking about not this guy, but a couple of his movies for the last few years now. Whenever I talk horror, I always bring up that flick, always, right, right, Leo? Oh yeah. You know, um, so I'm really excited to chat with him. Uh, so let's just bring him in, Sean Burkett. How you doing, buddy? How's it going? It's going well. You're. Uh, you're just getting over some pneumonia, you were saying. Yeah. You know, it'll be, uh, that's a tough one. You know, like I said, I've had it a few times myself, and it's never, never fun. So I wish you a speedy recovery with that, first off. Thank you. You know, and uh, yeah, you've been a busy guy. Um, you know, I, uh, I did get a chance to watch the screener link, you know, for the new flick that's, I think that comes on, what, the 8th? It'll be available. Um, I think, yeah, no, November is 7th or 8th. 7th or 8th, yeah. I'm not sure which one. Uh, I'll double check on that for you. Yeah, it was either the 7th or the 8th. Um, great flick. I, I enjoyed the hell out of that one. Awesome. You know, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a big Squatch fan anyway, so, <laughs> you know, it was. I was uh, only was... able to watch the trailer. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you had last had minute to, time. I had to fill in at the last minute. <laughs> You know, so, but I, you know, I, I don't want to give any spoilers on it, but I, uh, I think it was very, very well done. Um, you know, I had, I had a lot of fun watching it. It, uh, it was kind of a different take on the your typical Squatch stuff. Yeah. You know, 
uh, it actually reminded me of uh, the hell was the name of that movie? Uh, it was called. You no, know you're old. You can you can do it, Jeff. You can do it. It was. Uh, it had to do with a bear and these uh, these four kids who were trapped in the car. And I think it was was it called Grizzly Rage? Maybe. Maybe now, nobody's. Well, there yeah. there was an old one called Grizzly, and they made a Grizzly two recently from like footage from the original one. Yeah, no, I don't think that was it. It might have been called the Bear or just Bear, you know. But I know it was a Grizzly trapped these uh, trapped these kids in a car, so it was kind of I got reminiscence of that as I was watching Stranded a little bit, you know what I mean? But uh, you know, even the creature was well done because that's you know to me that's really hard to do. It was a pain. Oh, I'm not going to let you flip. It's okay. I got this, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we go deep into it, you mentioned the trailer. We do have the trailer. So, uh, Stranded, uh, you can find it on VOD around the 7th. And uh, here we go. What's all this? Are these woods really that dangerous? Not that I remember. This seems like something else. Hello? Hey, if somebody's there, my car broke down, I could use some help. I'm gonna take this direction here. You take that path over there. Should we really be splitting up? Catherine, what did you see? I don't know. Riley, come in. There's nothing out there. Very cool. Awesome. <laughs> so that awesome. looks fantastic. I that can't wait fantastic. to see it myself. It is fantastic. And I did want to say that, you know, what a fantastic job, whether it was the directing or the writing, uh, the dynamics of the family. Because I think that that played a very, very important part as to how they react to the situation. And I think I think one of the main things that kind of helped that along when we were filming, um, literally, we all stayed at the same location but we kept the four actors. They had their own, uh, like, group bunk. So they lived together while filming this whole thing, um, which gave them time to practice, gave them time to just get to know one another. Uh, because mm -hmm. there's, there's part of it that's just, it flows very well because it's like, it feels like they really, know each other well there was some you know it was real uh you know like that sibling rivalry and that sibling uh hatred that they had towards each other too you know you know so very well done i commend you on that thank you, know? you. and i think if i remember reed you did have a hand in some of the writing of this right uh yeah i co-wrote it with uh cheyenne gordon um we've been writing together for a while now um I just can't, I'm, I'm a director to where 
man, I wish just somebody would give me the money. They don't need to see a fucking script and let me just make some shit. Because for mm-hmm. me, I would rather tell the like cast member, like, okay, say it however you want to say it. Just you need to get this, this, and this point across. I don't care. I don't care how you say it. That would be fucking awesome. I always thought like it'd be a cool idea to just basically have an idea and go in there and just let actors just go at right. it, just fucking roll with it and see what happens. I mean, yeah, yeah it just, I'm not like, I have all these ideas. So the, the way me and Cheyenne work is like, I'll give him like basically every single little thing that I want to have happen from A to Z. And then I'll start filling out some parts. He'll start filling out some parts. Like he's better with dialogue than I am. Even though once we get to set, I'm like, say it how you want to say it. You don't, I don't want it to sound like you're reading this in your head. Just so I'm not a stickler for uh, dialogue. Yeah, we weren't either when we were filming the talking with the dead stuff either. Yeah. Most of it was most of that was ad lib. You know, I think Bill said was I don't care what you said, but the first line and the last line have to be the same for cut purposes. Yeah. Everything in between, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. You guys even ad libbed the uh, the light switch. We ad libbed everything. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's another thing. It's like I normally edit everything I make so it's like that's that's a good thing to know like as long as the first and the last line are the same say whatever you want say it a million different times you're just it, it's right, gonna right. help in the end right well as an editor you can take the best of the center yep that you know that's kind of how I see it you know and I think the actors have a lot more fun doing that too oh yeah um don't fuck in the woods. So much of that was just random stuff. Random stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was some random stuff that definitely didn't make it. Uh, just because it was like, listen, I don't want to get sued by anybody. Or have like hate <laughs> groups out after me because you chose to like ad-lib some shit. But there was even some... I mean, I know there's one line like man, she's hotter than a fifth grader that I was just like, oh my God. (laughs) But there was no other line for me to use at that point. So, but yeah. Well, you know, since you brought it up, I mean, um, don't since since I saw Don't Fuck in the Woods about, about maybe four years ago, I think I saw it for the first time. And it took me a while to find it because AI doesn't like the word fuck. Yeah. You know, so I got my Roku and I'm doing the voice thing and it's not finding anything. I literally had to go in and type F star star star. <laughs> you know, just to find the damn thing. Yeah. But once I once I found it, I think I watched it three times in a week. <laughs> um, just because it was right up my alley. I mean, I grew up as a kid in the woods of Maine. Yeah. You know, as a teenager and as a young adult, and you know, what do you do as a young adult in the woods of Maine? You go fuck in the woods, right? <laughs> you know, 
just like uh, any, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of pulled together a lot of the old classic horror flicks for me, too. Because that's what all of these young kids do in these movies. Whether it's in yeah. the woods or in a cabin in the woods or whatever. I mean, that's where they all take place. Yeah. About every decent slasher well, has yeah. been that way since like the late 70s. You know, or maybe so, I think I saw... Then. I think I read somewhere that um, the title of the movie was actually up for an award, wasn't it? For for best title. I read that somewhere. Um, man, that's been so long ago. I know. I think Dread Central said the best movie title ever has been made, or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that that I read. Um. Yeah, that's, that's been a while ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I mean the, but the if you haven't seen the movie out, you know, the, the people that are watching, go go check this movie out. I mean, I I was thrilled. I just love the entire concept of it. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a creature guy anyway. You know what I mean? But basically, uh, you know, a, a creature that doesn't like the smell of sex. I mean, that's just. <laughs> That was just over the top and absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And whoever came up with that, that idea, I mean, they should—they deserve a gold star. I actually found the movie by sheer accident. Uh, I was on tour at the time, and I remember it was late, and is one of those drinking nights, and we're already hammered drunk, and half the people are asleep, and I'm rolling through Tubi, and all of a sudden I see "Don't Fuck in the Woods," and I'm like. You know, I, I, this is perfect. Right? <laughs> I hit play and I'm just like, all right, I dig it. You know, I'm like you. I'm a creature guy. I, I like the the creature horror films over. I mean, slashers are okay, but I've always been a, a creature guy and and big into that. So, I mean, I loved it too. I thought it was great. See, I, I loved creature features growing up. And the first two movies I, I made were very psychological and it just got to the point where I was trying to figure out what to do next. And everybody at that time, they were just making slashers. And it just, I, I literally like went to a video store because they were still around and like walked around and looked at stuff. And I'm like, man, I, what did I grow up on? Like, there, you know, there was, always like Friday the 13th and sleepaway camp and that kind of stuff. So it was like, how do I merge these two? Because one of, one of my favorite, uh, I guess childhood uh, films would be, I mean, the Critters movies. Yeah. Were just, that's where it was for me as a kid. Uh, so I was like, man, I want to make a monster, but I definitely know I can't make something small because I just, I had no idea what I was doing at that point in time. So then Monster Squad was another movie I grew up on. So I was like, okay, Man. let's just, let's go back like old man in a suit. Um, I rented a bunch of movies that I had never seen, like uh, Without Warning, mm -hmm. uh, which that one was just kind of a trip. It was just... Yeah, you even did an ode to Monster Squad in the first one with one of the yeah. lines. I, I was like, oh, Monster Squad, I fucking love it. Um, 
but yeah, it just, I, I wanted to do something different and I've been, I've been mainly sticking with monster movies ever since. Wow. As opposed to the psychological side of things. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, although even it's stranded, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of psychological shit going on in that flick too. See, stranded is kind of, I'm trying to bridge a gap between horror and thriller because okay. it seems like I don't know if it's just me trying to find my place but there are more and more horror filmmakers showing up every day mm -hmm. but there aren't a ton of like thriller filmmakers and it's weird how there is a huge difference um, in the marketing and what's available like but I feel like with me adding creatures to it, I'm still keeping my kind of my roots. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm just looking for a place to fit in. Well, that was uh, most of your filming done right in Ohio. Yes, we actually filmed. What's crazy is that stranded. <clears throat> um, anytime that we are outside and it looks like nighttime that is either in a barn or in my apartment. Oh, wow. Okay. Like we literally built trees. Um, we had uh, for anything that has the car in, in it and it's outside, uh, we took a barn and literally um, the uh, one of the leads, Brittany Blanton, she worked for a guy who did landscaping for Dave Chappelle. And they went and got a bunch of brush and trees from his property that they were getting rid of. And uh, those are all the trees and stranded. No shit. Yeah. Okay. So we literally uh, took some. You like, built your woods. Like skids and put them on the ground, went out and got a ton of leaves, covered them up, and then literally screwed in trees to those. That way we could have woods. Now, well, did you did you do it like that to, uh, because I noticed there was, you know, a lot of, a uh, lot of fog and a lot of atmospheric effects. Mm -hmm. Did you do that that way to control it better? We did that so we could A, control lighting, atmosphere, even sound. Like we were able to run uh, two different microphone setups uh, just to make sure we got everybody's sound the best that we could. There's still a couple spots in the movie to where I'm like, damn it. And it's in the funeral home. But uh, <laughs> other than that, in the car, you can hear everything that everybody says. Like it is crisp audio. I didn't catch anything that wasn't crisp. There's just, I'm you nitpicky. Know? There's like one part. Well, you edited it. You yeah. Edited it. You're right. Yes. <laughs> you know, oh, you, I mean, you, you did have people like, oh, well, you fucked that one up. This part, you <laughs> fucked that one up. You know, I couldn't hear that fucking dude. You know, right. that lighting was kind of bad. I don't know why you chose to do that, but no, you can't. It's your flick, and I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Agreed. 
He did a great job on it. And uh, without you saying that it was filmed inside, I wouldn't have known the difference. Like, and that's a great job. That's what's awesome because we spent, I mean, with both of the Don't Fuck in the Woods movies, I was tired of just being in the fucking woods. <laughs> like, literally, I spent almost like a decade making movies in the woods to where it's like, I feel like I've tried to light something every way possible. Audio, something always messes up. And Don't Fuck in the Woods too. we tried to use fog and atmosphere, but it just kept blowing the fuck away. So it was like, if we're going to do this, we need to think outside of the box and try to like do this how a major studio would just on a budget. Right. And like literally um, the whole opening of the film, once it turns night, uh, we actually filmed that in my apartment. We had this little um, like 20 by 20 space. So when the cop is like, even in the trailer, walking through the woods and like shoots at Bigfoot, that was in my apartment. Really? Um, yeah, we literally like even brought in dirt. We ordered moss from Amazon and like put on the ground and everything, like just for a small section of it. Uh, we just planned out the angles we were going to have beforehand that way we knew what we could get away with wow so, cool actually now i really was, gotta watch this just so i can see this because <laughs> like other than the actual beginning that's daylight and well like there's anything that's not in the woods is a real location but uh other than the opening and the very end uh, yeah, we just shot in a barn or in my apartment. No, oh, even like around the car and everything? Yeah. Around the car was in, we rented a big pole barn. Uh, it was probably 50 by 80. And it was enough to where we could pull the car in. We pulled the car in and literally like took chalk and marked where, okay, this is going to be the road. We need a ditch, covered it with leaves. We planned out where the skids were going to go to hold the trees. And then we took uh, this black plastic and basically wrapped the whole inside of the barn and the roof. That way, no light shined in. And that way, we could pump fog and just, you don't even see how far back this wooded area could go. Well, well you got me, so it fucking worked. <laughs> yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing. Well, I would have just thought, you know, I had to be a help clean up deal <laughs> afterwards. Honestly, it it took uh maybe an hour. I was gonna say you left it there. That's your bedroom now. Go fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it probably took about an hour, hour and a half, maybe, to clean up the barn, just because a lot of it was, hey, these trees, just throw them out in the woods. All the leaves and stuff, sweep them right out the door into the woods. So, well, impressive, actually. Very impressive. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I'm I'm 60. I've watched a lot of horror movies over my years, and uh, there's only a small handful that actually stick out in my mind as ones that I highly recommend to people to watch. Don't fuck in the woods is one of them. <laughs> okay, uh, to the top five. I'm not going to tell you where, uh, but I'm the uh, you know the last house on the left. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. Uh, the originals or the remakes? No, the original. Okay. Just the original. The I'm just making one. sure. I'm just making sure. Yeah. yeah. No, the originals. Um, you know, in my top five, you're not going to find Friday the 13th. You're not going to find Halloween. You're not going to find Scream. You're not going to find any of those. I mean, that's not me either. Like, all no. mine's like really like obscure, like 80s films, like mutilator and yeah the I, mutilator i love yeah. slaughter high i actually had my girlfriend watch slaughter high today which she absolutely fucking hated it but i i, you know, I love it um right, right. You know, demon you know, like spit on your grave i mean yeah you know, those those kind of classics evil know. dead <clears throat> you know so just just so you know that you know don't fuck in the woods is in that category in my mind that's where it sits oh that's awesome you know it's in the top five because it was just so well done the concept was fantastic the title is incredible you know i mean i think that once i finally found it it's like how can you scroll past a movie called don't fuck in the woods and not watch it <laughs> well some people it's think it time. says some people think it says don't flick in the woods and some people probably think grandma thinks it don't fall in the woods yeah you know i knew exactly what it was it's obvious Oh, I did. The minute I seen it, I was like, don't fuck the... Okay. Okay. We're going to watch this right now. (laughs) Right? So, I do want to ask you who came up with the concept for the sequel, the Don't Fuck in the Woods 2. Um, I personally had my own problems with with the second one. I mean, I've got issues with it too, but and I can't say a lot. It was just very, it was very reminiscent of Slither. But that's not the end. That's okay. all I can say. Okay. All right. I'll but take that, I'll take that um, know, as, as it was meant. Yep. Uh, Don't Fuck in the Woods 2 came along by accident. Literally. Um, I can't <laughs> remember his name, but a producer came to me and was like, listen, don't fuck in the woods is amazing. I want to p- give you 10 grand up front to start out to make a sequel. And I was like, okay. I had no clue what it was going to be about. None of this. Nothing. So I get the ball rolling um, to where it's like, okay, well, I know we're going to need more than 10 grand. The first one costs. $7,500 to make. And I was like, and it's got to be better than that. So uh, we started putting stuff together and casting and we were getting ready to, I mean, at this point we released like a little teaser and uh, the, the producer just vanished. Never. Oh. I have still never heard from him to this day. But you got the check. 
I email him probably once a year just to see. It's like, did you die? What is going on? Uh, but yeah, he just vanished. So now we've put out this teaser. And I'm like, fuck. All right, well, we'll, we'll crowdfund for it. And the only thing I knew is that I wanted it to be in this, like in my head, I had a map of this woods that the first one was in. And there are several different places in this like hundred acre woods or whatever to where there's different buildings and this and the other. Uh, so I knew I wanted uh, a campground. I was like, let's fully feed into the like throwback the 80s horror let's have a campground let's go that route and honestly if you if you get the blu-ray there's some deleted scenes that show that the whole ending of that film was supposed to be completely different like we had this big bad completely nude <laughs> monster that had minions and like there was an explosion and like it was big but uh we went out and filmed for five days straight we filmed 20 hours a day and we just we weren't gonna make our like seven day deadline so we postponed and uh during that time it just changed to where i was like you know that seems awfully jaws <laughs> like, and and to be fair cheyenne gordon he was co-writer on that he loves jaws um but i was like man that just feels really jaws and considering the first one was kind of a nod to jaws like I know he didn't look at Jaws and say, suck my, and then pull the trigger, but it, it was a little nod. Uh, I just knew I wanted to change it up. <laughs> and now my mind just went blank. I don't know if I answered the question or if I'm just babbling. Uh, no, it really, there really wasn't a question. Okay. That. Um, you know, I mean, the second one, the movie that popped into my head when I was watching uh, the sequel, believe it or not, was The Night of Something Strange. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I, I remember seeing part of it. I can I see the movie poster in my head. Right. Yeah, see, to you me, know. it was Slither. See, a lot of people say Night of the Creeps or... Yeah, I, I, I can see Night of the Creeps. That was a good one. Yeah. It, it As soon as I seen, like... The little worm things that it just automatic slither popped in my head, slither, which I love yeah. slither. It's it's a great movie. I loved it. See, it just that movie. I feel like the Don't Fuck in the Woods movies are kind of cursed. I never get to film everything I want because we have an animatronic for the slugs to where like it raises up and like <laughs> they look like dicks. The foreskin, <laughs> the foreskin peels back, and these teeth open up, mm -hmm. and like we call we called it the 
the knob gobbler because it then goes and like <laughs> eats dicks. Uh, so yeah, it was supposed to be real ridiculous. And between time and money, it just, it sucks because at some points you just have to do what you can do because it's, it's not, it's not all my money. Right. And like producers, they, they want to see a return sooner than later. So they're generally kind of like, what's the hold up? And well, that, that movie was held up for a total of four years too, before it was released. Well, now the first one, I mean, that seems to have really caught on from what I can see. Yes, it, it did eventually. And what's crazy is that we still, we did a convention uh, la last weekend. Yeah. Um, that one always sells out. Like we have a special edition um, that's got a drinking and or smoking game with it. Oh, really? Yeah, to where like it comes, it comes with like scorecards, and like it's an edit to where a there's more nudity, um, but the lead, uh, Brittany Bland Jane, she uh, she'll pop up every now and then and be like, "Take a drink, pussy, woo," <laughs> and just flash you. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a. There's a drinking game and a smoking game. Like every time somebody says fuck, take a swig of beer. And it's said over 90 times. Wow. So okay. we, we recommend people playing in a group of four and taking turns. Because if not, you're just, you could kill yourself. Okay. So I, I see a don't drink in the woods coming up, maybe? Uh... But if you don't drink in the woods, how are you going to fuck in the woods? Exactly. <laughs> well, true that. I guess she has to swallow, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Couldn't resist. laughs> oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, I mean... The three major ones, obviously, are the two don't fuck in the woods and this new stranded one. Which one did you have the most fun directing? I would have to say, I mean, fun. Man, that's hard. Well, not well, you didn't think one. I was going to ask you an easy question, do you? <laughs> not, not the first one, because the first one. I don't feel like I got to direct it as much because I was literally running camera as well. Okay. So for me, like, and the actors I work with, they hate it because afterwards I'll be like, cut, and I'll walk away. And it's like, if I walk away, that hey, that obviously means we're good. Let's move on. Right. But, like, I don't critique people or anything like that. Like, if, if you do something I don't like, I'll be like, let's try that again. Um, to where the first Don't Fuck in the Woods, I don't feel like I really got to direct very much. Uh, the second one I did a little more, but I even ran one of the cameras because we had three different cameras going on that movie. 
just to try to film everything we could in seven days. Um, so I, I guess I'm going to have to go with Stranded because Stranded so far is the first time I feel like I've actually got to direct people. Okay. Like, without, you know, it's like with Don't Fuck in the Woods and Don't Fuck in the Woods 2, I was working on sculpting and making molds for creatures, um, lighting, like, my hands were in everything to where with Stranded, I just, I took a big step back and, like, I worked with the camera and audio and then just directed. So, yeah, I don't have a lot to compare it to, so I'm going to have to go Stranded. <laughs> okay. No, honest answer. I like it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, who played Squatch in Stranded? Uh, his name is Rob Collins. Um, he's actually in Stranded uh, at the beginning. He's a tall, big beard, bald-headed uh, cop. Okay, yep, yep, yep. So he, he's the one who plays Bigfoot. Um, and he did a great job. Like, he, he's a, he is a tall motherfucker. I want to say he's like 6'6". I really don't remember how tall Rob is, but we didn't have to put him in stilts or anything. Right. Right. I mean, it was just uh, this past Saturday, we were at an event with uh, um, Matthew Matthew Taylor. Uh, Matthew Taylor played Nemesis in... Um, uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Gotcha. I think he's six seven. <laughs> I mean, just huge. Yeah. I mean, his arms are as big as my fucking legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just giant. Lives up in Toronto, and guess what he does for a job? Big he's a cop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that cop coming up to my fucking car. I'll tell you that right now. That's a big man. Need? I got you. That's a big man. Yeah, big man. Big man. The only met the only one I ever met that was bigger than that was uh, Spencer Wilding, and he's only six eight. Yeah. Well, what about the uh, Jason Brooks? Jason Brooks, I believe, is six four, six five. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if you've seen those. Jason Brooks plays um, Jason. In uh, Friday the Thirteenth fan films, uh, Vengeance, Vengeance Two. Uh, I've heard of Vengeance. Uh, incredible, absolutely frigging incredible. My personal opinion, and those movies are better than all the original Friday the Thirteenth. That's just my personal opinion. They were so well done. So, uh, so some well person done. is asking Sean, "What do you do in between movies?" Some person is that what that said? Yeah, that's what they put for their name, some person. Um, like, for fun, or? I would say, uh, since they didn't state, take it any way you want. Um, honestly, if I'm in between a movie, I've got two other movies I'm working on. It's like, Stranded's getting ready to come out. I've got three films in production at the moment. And then I've got a script for a fourth 
that'll hopefully maybe start filming this time next year. So I'm, I'm, I keep the ball rolling on top of that. Like I take editing jobs from other filmmakers and that kind of stuff. What do you uh, edit in? Um, I use Final Cut Pro, nice. which I know, I don't know. I said that to somebody the other day and they're like, ugh. Oh, I, I love it. I <laughs> and love I'm it. like, fuck you. I don't want to pay 40 or $60 a month to have Adobe when I've had Final Cut Pro and I had to pay for it once and I get oh. free updates for life. Yeah, that's totally amazing. I absolutely love that. I bought mine probably like five or six years ago and, and every new update is like free. It's amazing. Yep. But uh, I need to use Adobe for some other projects and yeah, it's like 50 bucks. Well, I'm probably grandfathered in, but uh, I don't know what it is now. But yeah, 50 bucks a month is crazy. Right. I don't pay subscriptions to shit. Yeah. Not even porno magazines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think all my editing, I use Filmora. Filmora? Never heard mm -hmm. of it. But I'm not an editing guy, you know? I don't uh, know anything about video. Carrie says you have a great haunt and horror community in Ohio, as well as a lot of paranormal stuff going on in general. Does that help with your inspirations? Um, it did for one of my films. I made my second film was called Bludgeon, and yep. it was about a guy. This it got weird. Uh, it was about a guy yep. from my hometown who killed his wife and cut her up, put her in their freezer in their basement. And then one day drove uh, down to Kentucky and on his way, he just chucked chunks of her uh, out the car window. Um, I used that as inspiration. And like, what if he never got caught? And uh, it took some weird turns and... <laughs> things you'd never think of but like uh after it released the guy like got out on parole and luckily went right back in because he was caught breaking into a church and was looking up contact information for one of my family members oh wow oh so that got weird yeah Oh, sounds like she was spread a little thin. It, it, it <laughs> little. <laughs> so that's why when Sorry, I, Justin. <laughs> I released it, and I was like inspired by real events. Right. Well, uh, let's uh, take that a different way. So several of your movies have cryptids. You have Sasquatch. You have a new one coming out with Mothman. Uh, what, what are your views on cryptids? Like, do you have any experience? Uh, you know, uh, uh, are you a believer in cryptids? Uh, have you heard knocking from Sasquatches? What are you, what are your thoughts? I, you know, for me, Legend of Boggy Creek was, I mean, that was a part of my childhood. I can remember, I mean, I can remember and I still get like the hair stands up on the back of my neck. The first time I heard that, whatever it is in that movie, like cry out, it was just, it, it just freaked me out. And uh, 
that's where I really just got interested in in Bigfoot and I can't, I can't remember what I was doing but um no I re okay I was trying to look up there was a Lance Henriksen uh Bigfoot movie called Sasquatch and then they retitled it and called it The Untold mm -hmm. and uh I was doing everything to try to find this damn movie because uh, my oldest son was like seven at the time. And I was like, well, I'm not going to show him Boggy Creek because I think that could freak him out. So I was looking for this other one and uh, I could not find it. And during my research, I was like, wow, there are really like not many Bigfoot movies out there. Like, under 200. Yeah. And I was just like... And half of those are no good. Right. Like, I <laughs> I tracked down a lot of Bigfoot movies just because I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why aren't there more Bigfoot movies? But then, at the same point in time, anytime a Bigfoot movie comes out, it does very well. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's good or bad, yeah. Um, amazing, isn't it? It's amazing, right? Like there's just some some things that pique people's fascination, and cryptids piques mine. And I know, I, I know, there's a large amount of people out there that are piqued just the same way. So it's like, as far as Bigfoot goes, like. It started out with that, but then my kids got into it, and then I got more into it, and then, I mean, I've got, like, Bigfoot casts, like, I've got one, uh, a replica of, like, the Patty cast. Oh, nice. Um, and it's just kind of become an obsession. Now, I can't say that I believe in Bigfoot. I can't say that 100%, but I can say... There, I feel like there is 100% a species of primate that are that is related to Gigantopithecus that could be out there. Okay. Now, see, I I kind of lean the other way. Yeah. I watched I watched this documentary. It was about the Sasquatch and Bigfoot, but it was also combined with the alien phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a witnesses, you know, saying, you know, and then they had the footprints in the snow. There were videos and all of this. And they just stopped and ended, mm -hmm. you know, not like the thing just walked backwards in its own steps. But the basic premise of that documentary was that Bigfoot actually is an alien life form <laughs> and appears through a portal and just shows up and does his thing and then portals back out and which is an interesting take on the bigfoot i mean the only thing i dealt with with bigfoot growing up was harry and the hendersons that's all i remember i loved it when i was a kid yeah, and you honestly, might as well say alf is the aliens you know what i mean yeah and honestly harry and the hendersons you'll probably appreciate stranded a little bit because like after doing so much research, I mean, 
let's say Sasquatch is real. It's still an animal. Like, so I tried to approach it as more of a territorial type mm -hmm. issue. Um, instead of just some bloodthirsty savage thing running through the, like, as much as I wanted to, because the opening of the movie was so gory. We have like mm -hmm. 13 deaths and this, that, and the other. Uh, then the pandemic hit and we couldn't get any of those people to come out to make the movie. Uh, so it kind of worked in, in my favor a little bit. Um, but yeah, it just, I couldn't make it just some, some senseless creature. I couldn't do that to my roots. I mean, for me, no, I'm a, no. I'm a universal monsters guy and like, they always had like backstory and heart. There wasn't just savageness. No, I mean, I, I look at the whole, uh, the whole Sasquatch and Bigfoot and Yeti and the abominable snowman, whatever you want to call them from wherever you're from, um, you know, as an intelligent creature that just wants to avoid mankind. Yeah. I mean, that's what I see. You know what I mean? I literally live, uh, less than a mile from the Bridgewater Triangle. You've ever heard of the Bridgewater Triangle? I have. Okay, I live less than a mile from there. Uh, there's an awful lot of things that they say happen in those woods. Yeah. You know, uh, I know last weekend down in Plymouth, Mass, they actually had a whole seminar at the library about the Bridgewater Triangle. And they had one of the people that his house is actually <coughs> inside the triangle. And from what I understand, he has, quote, seen Bigfoot in the Bridgewood Tri uh, the Bridgewater Triangle over 70 times. Now, I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I personally have not walked in there because I can't find anybody that will walk through there with me, and I'm not going to walk through there by myself because I'm not an idiot. Right. Horror movies start out that way. Well, yeah. I've watched way too many horror <laughs> movies to go walking through the woods like that by myself, especially when I don't know the woods. Yeah, I'll do that up in Maine without, <clears throat> without a problem. You know what I mean? But because I don't think there's been any Bigfoot sightings in Maine that I'm aware of. I'm sure there have been, but you also have grizzlies. So it's, it's like there's no grizzlies in Maine. No grizzlies in Maine. There are no grizzlies in Maine, my my dear friend. No, I thought yeah, y'all just have Maine. like black bear and there's black bear. Um, yeah. Although just recently I read an article. Um, from the, was it the Audubon in Maine or something like that, that they do have the Maine wolves are back. So there are wolves in Maine. Uh, but no, there's there's no grizzly. No. It's all wow. black bear. All black bear. I've come across a couple in my lifetime up there. It's just go boo and they'll run away. Oh yeah, there's Bigfoot in Maine. I haven't seen anything about Bigfoot in Maine, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's there's so much wilderness up there. You know, 
Yeah, Maine's like 90% wilderness, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah. Not that yeah, I ever been because I have I haven't been that damn far up north. The farthest north I've been is Connecticut. No, so you haven't been north. No. 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 Connecticut is as far north as I've ever been. No, I could walk up, I could walk up the road from my camp, walk straight into the woods, and literally not hit anything until I walk into Canada. So apparently uh, BFRO, which is the Bigfoot Research Organization, has uh, looks like 18 reports of Bigfoot in Maine. 18, okay. So those are the uh, the drunken two-teeth wonders. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, by county. You have uh, Androscoggin, uh, Cumberland. Yeah, the Androscoggin, yeah. Hancock. Okay. Uh, Cumberland, Oxford, Penobascot. Penobscot. Uh, yeah, uh, Pisquatus. Yep. Pisquatus or whatever it is. And Waldo. Uh, yeah. Waldo and York. Okay. I mean, I'm in Emden County, which is near Somerset. It's up like near the mountains. I mean, I mean, literally, I'm in the mountains. So yeah. Somerset's. Yeah, listed. I could see that. Somerset's listed, but no, uh, no reportings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're safe from Bigfoot, Jeff, at least for now. Well, that's too bad, you know. I mean, <laughs> I've, been I've been setting my trail there, and all I catch is people walking onto my property. It's probably no why. It's watch. probably too po populated. But it's really, it's not even populated. I mean, you know, there's, I guess for the area it is, but, you know. You know, I mean, a good friend of mine is a deer hunter. I said, you can use my cabin anytime you want. Go up and go hunting. He goes, fuck that. I ain't going hunting in Maine. I can set up my deer stand for a week and not fucking see anything. There's too much fucking woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be the perfect spot. The, no, there's just, they, they don't, they just, they, he's not going to see them. You know, they just don't come. There's too many places for him to go. He goes, I'd rather go hunting down on Cape Cod where they're everywhere. Well, I'm saying that's a perfect place for Bigfoot to be. Well, yeah, and I'm gonna. I want to invite <laughs> Sean up to my cabin up there, and you know, or come to my house, and we'll we'll go walk around together through uh, the Bridgewater Triangle. I should walk out there. Sean's so, like, I don't there. know about that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I fuck I'm that. A, I think I'm a pass. <laughs> you know, I'll film the fake ones, but I ain't interested in finding the real ones. So I'm also, fun fact, I. I'm just, I won't say I'm terrified of the dark, but I don't like the dark. And it's mainly because of all the shit that's in my head. I can be walking just from my car to my front door, and in my head a werewolf pops out of the fucking bushes and just tears into me. To where it's really? Like, yeah, I always, I always have a flashlight on me. <laughs> Oh, now, see, we used to do this thing up in my cabin because, I mean, there's no street lights, There's no fucking nothing. We're in the middle of the woods. And when I'd have guests up there, it was mandatory that we take a walk up the road. You know, gravel road in the middle of the woods. No flashlights allowed. On a moonless night. Nah. You know, and I freaked myself out a couple of years ago because I was doing it. 
and it was so dark i couldn't even tell where my driveway was mm-hmm. so i just clicked the light on real quick and saw the two glowing eyes and i was like oh shit oh, what was that what was that everybody's guessing everybody's guessing you know raccoon is it a fucking rabbit is it a fucking you know is it a fucking coyote what the hell is it long story short we're all fucking holding on to each other we finally get up there and i shine the fucking light it was a fucking cat (laughs) (laughs) you know why somebody would have a cat and let it out in the woods in the middle of maine is beyond me (laughs) whatever you gotta do you're scared of you the know? pussy, Jeff? Oh, no, never. Only when it glows. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you were going to go there, Dustin. So, so you got a couple of things in the works. Um, you know, like I said, you know, Stranded, uh, for everybody that's watching, make sure you go see it. Uh, you know, check it out. It was a fantastic flick. I absolutely loved it um you know it's uh it's up there on my my sasquatch flicks you know uh so, matter of fact uh why don't we play the trailer again before yeah play that up? again leo because that was good there we go What's all this? Are these woods really that dangerous? Not that I remember. This seems like something else. Hello? Hey, if somebody's there, my car broke down, I could use some help. I'm gonna take this direction here. You take that path over there. Should we really be splitting up? Catherine, what did you see? I don't know. Riley, come in. There's nothing out there. Nice. I still don't believe that was in a fucking barn. Yeah, that's hard to believe. I... That's so fucking hard to believe. How'd you get the moon? Oh, that was just stock footage. Okay, all right. Oh, my God. Because I was looking. I'm like, I know I'm going to see some black plastic in there somewhere. I'm going to fucking <laughs> see. No. I mean, you might if you like. No, you won't see the plastic. You might see light coming from under the plastic somewhere throughout the movie like a reflection through the trees off it or something i don't I mean, know i was kept, looking we kept it very smoky in there it was yeah it was fucking awesome you know when you when i was i'm like all right this isn't a this isn't a barn no it's not yep. a fucking barn like it was i can send you photos it was all in a barn Wow. I'm not doubting you. I mean, I believe you. I mean, you know, I, the, the magic of film is incredible. So, you know, and, and, you know, having a place up in the woods of Maine and doing some filming outside, I know how hard it is to keep the fog. Yeah. It's very, very hard. You know, so kudos to you on that thought. Yeah, you know? definitely. 
you know, I mean, I've built my own sets, but I've never built a forest. It's fun. You know, because I mean, seriously, it looks fucking real. Like the very first teaser we did for fundraising. <laughs> I mean, we, we used whatever we could. There's a couple like fake Christmas trees in there. Like <laughs> stuff that you don't notice unless you are like looking for it. So well, to get the pine in there and say, yeah, I could see that. I can yeah. see that working. Absolutely. Yeah, that would work. Well, all right. So um, I, I know time's running, but I get. Um, uh, are you a cat guy or a dog guy? <sighs> Depends on the cat and dog. Well, that's a bullshit answer. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I don't like. I don't like. It's weird. I don't like big dogs. I don't like little dogs. Like, I was bit by a dog on the nose as a kid to where it's like, I've had a dog for years. Okay. Uh, and it was just like a medium-sized dog. I'm cool okay. with, like, medium-sized dogs. Um, like a border <laughs> collie, kind of that size? Yeah, like, dog. Yeah. I mean, I always had mutts, but I, I we did have a boxer for a little while. Um, he was a blast because he was dumb as a box of rocks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd go dog guy okay. over, over a cat guy. Okay. All right. One of those curious questions that I always ask, <laughs> you know, and, uh, what do you like on your pizza? <sighs> Mushroom and banana peppers. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see That's, that coming. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. No, no, okay. I'm I'm uh like I like pepperoni and whatnot, but like I feel like pepperoni is a something that is on most pizzas that if you take it off, there's so many more flavors there that you can just enjoy. Well that's why when I get a pepperoni it always has to have extra cheese. Yeah, but like, I've been on this weird kick lately. Go to McDonald's, get a double cheese pizza. Get a no, they they used to. Yeah, they did at one point. Uh, Get a double cheeseburger, plain, plain, and just the 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 taste of the meat alone. It's like a burger you never had before. Wow. Like it, 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 it blew my mind. This was just like two weeks ago. Like once they put all the condiments on it, like cuts the flavor of the actual meat out and the flavor of just the meat is actually yeah. pretty damn good. I know, I know somebody that I know whenever we, he goes to McDonald's, he gets a cheeseburger and a small fry. And he takes the burger, opens it up, and throws the hamburger out the window and takes all the fries and puts them on the bun. <laughs> Man? I'm like, why don't you just ask for a fry sandwich with cheese? I'm sure they'll make it for you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, okay. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, recommendation, though. Have you ever had a bacon and feta pizza? Not a bacon and feta. What? 
Yeah, bacon and feta. Give that a try. I'll have to see. I'm down to try that. That's like a that's a fancy thing. I'd have to go to like one of the bars downtown to get that. Oh, we have well, a lot any, of any, we have a lot of bougie place. ass pizza places around yeah. here. Any pizza place because if you look at their list of toppings, feta is always on it, and so is bacon. Yeah, right. come, just come get visit a bacon and feta pizza. Come visit Beaufort, South Carolina. We got plenty of bougie ass pizza places, <laughs> and I, you could get that anywhere. Any of you uh, try a spaghetti pizza? I've seen it. I haven't tried it, but I've seen it. No, Ben had me try a fucking a mashed potato pizza. Oh, yeah. what? what the fuck is that? That was we, like the we have the grossest thing I ever ate. We have those, and then like, if it's done right, it's not bad, but it's still it's it's not good to begin with. Right. It's like, you know, you know, he fucking loves them. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll stick with my bacon. I like I like pepperoni and anchovies. I'm like everybody's <laughs> just looking at me like you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I tried an anchovy pizza because I love anchovies. Only on Caesar salad. I like Caesar salad too, but yeah, but I and I'm like I love it. I eat I eat the whole one with a fucking you know a fork of the Caesar salad. But it's like I tried a pizza. Actually, my one of my favorite Hated pizzas. Is actually, uh, we were on tour and we went to Texas and we were in Houston, and they have this place. I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically like a subway, but for pizzas, and they're all like brick oven pizza. And it was artichoke and bacon. It was mod. You went to a mod pizza. Yes, that yep. was it. Made on demand. So yep. We did. I did. They. The guy at the counter was like, "You gotta try this." And it was like artichoke and bacon and mushrooms, and that shit was awesome. Do you guys have? It's called CC's Pizza. We have it here. Yeah, well, I have it up here. The closest one for us is actually over the border in Savannah, Georgia. See, we used to have it here. That used to be, I mean, pizza buffet for like $5. Sign me up. Right. Well, the Mod Pizza, I think there's some in Ohio. There is. Um, yeah, the Mod Pizza, the, what I liked about it, like you said, it's like a Subway. When you go in, you don't actually order the kind of pizza you want. You order the size. And then you go through an assembly line, and the size of the pizza, it's, you know, 10 bucks. 10 bucks is 10 bucks for the medium pizza. You can put whatever the fuck you want on it based on everything that they have. There's no upcharge for meats. There's no, you know, I want extra cheese. I want this. Throw some of this on there. It's still the same price of medium pizza, hmm. whether yeah. it's plain or whether it's loaded. Yeah, and you can, like, pick your crust, like, whether it's gluten-free, oh, yeah. fucking wheat, fucking... All this different shit. They got like 10 different sauces you could choose from. And then you choose all your ingredients. Just like Subway. Mm. You just yep. lay it's it a, out it's there. Just based on the size of the pizza, that's it. Yeah. I really wish we had them here. Yeah. You know. So, But anyway, all right. Those were my questions, Leo. <laughs> you know, I didn't uh, expect a pizza discussion, but that was good. <laughs> hey, we must all be hungry. You know, I haven't had pizza in a couple weeks. So uh, I want a Reuben pizza right now. Ruben oh, there pizza. you go. Last pizza I had was uh, 
barbecue chicken. It's uh, they put a nice barbecue sauce on it. It's really good. Okay, enough. Right, enough Leo, wrap I things know you up. Have your standard. Yep. Uh, so uh, last question, uh, Sean. Uh, besides making movies, uh, what's something that you dork out about? Like, uh, we had somebody on that loved, you know, researching like sunken vessels and and you know the history of of it and whatnot. But uh, you know, what what's something that like? Are you a gamer? Uh, you know, do you collect old cameras? What's something you dork out about? Um, records. I have a decent record collection. I like uh, tracking down and finding like first pressings of some old records. Very cool. Between that and like collecting, I, I've got way too much Universal Monsters things. Like, it's unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And especially since I found out, like, I just about a month ago bought, it's a full-size replica of the cane from the Wolfman. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. And it was like $500. And I regret it, but I don't. But I kind of need that money now. <laughs> so... <laughs> I know how that goes. Now, I collect everything Black Panther, the cat. Okay. Big, you know, Black Panthers. And I came across one. I didn't even have the money. I put myself into debt to get it. It was uh, came from an old storefront in Quincy. And it's made of fiberglass, and it's seven and a half feet long. Damn. So it's, it's like life-size. And it was funny because I went up. He's like, well, you're going to need like a pickup truck or a van to get this thing. I'm like, I'm all set. I got my van. We get it loaded into my van and the guy looks and I paid him and he looks at me and he goes, now I'm going to tell you, the first thing you're going to want to do when you get this home is to repaint it because there's been a lot of pussy sitting on this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So the first thing I did was I came home and I painted it because <laughs> I didn't want my cats crawling all over it. It was kind of a funny story. It was funny. <laughs> so, but anyway, Sean, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And I know Leo's got another show coming up. And so does uh, Dustin, right? Yep. You got Ooh. one pulling off at nine too. Yep. So what yeah, do you I, what do you what do you got going on, Dustin? Uh, what are you talking I will, about? I will be on sports uh at nine o'clock so tonight we will be going over uh the hockey oh okay okay yep so, so so based on that just a quick question for you was that an accident what the skate to the neck no i think it was i think it was like i think he meant to do it it was malicious he meant yeah. to harm okay. oh yeah right. oh yeah okay. and we're going to talk about that tonight okay <laughs> And Leo, you got your show coming up at eight. Uh, yeah, we're not going to be doing live though tonight. We're recording uh, Comics Paradox. We're going to be talking about uh, what if Wolverine uh, joined Shield. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's an interesting yeah. concept. Okay, yeah. that is interesting. Yeah, nice. it was, uh, a what if from I think like the seventies or eighties or something like that. That, and we'll talk about the new um, South Park movie that just came out. Nice. All right. Yeah. 
fun stuff. Well, on that note, we'll wrap things up. I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. You know me, just Google me. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. Uh, but I, you know, uh, I'm not going to tell you which is which, but I run a Dorkening Podcast Network. ton of awesome people doing a ton of awesome stuff. Head on over to thedorkening.com. You can learn more. Also, check out our uh, newer show, Splash Pages, which we talk about comics. And uh, you can find that live every Tuesday. And we got a bunch of other videos on it right now. Doing a Chris Claremont run right now. Got a ton of footage from him talking about his time with X-Men and whatnot. And uh, so, Sean, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Um, I'm on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, that's really the main places. Uh, I believe it's at SM Burkett. I think I should be able to check that out somehow. It should be in the show notes too. Uh, yeah, we probably got it in. The, well, yeah, I know Ben put it in the show notes up above or down below, depending on yeah. where you're watching or listening to us. Cool beans. Uh, so you said uh, Instagram is where you like to interact with people? Yeah, Instagram. Uh, oh, what is it? Facebook. I'm I'm like on everything. It's just that's kind of the issue is that I'm on everything and people message me on everything. And then I don't always get to reply as quick as I'd like to. I hear you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely understand that. Dustin. Yeah. Where do you like people interacting with you? Um, you can usually get me over at hellfire entertainment. Um, that's pretty much, cause I don't have a lot of socials, <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty much over on hellfire. You can message me on hellfire, see our shows on hellfire and that's about it. Awesome. Jeffrey. Wow. All right. As far as us, uh, still token, just go to still All our social links are there. Uh, Facebook, uh, token with the dead. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the main stuff for us. You know, don't look me up. It's not even worth the time. Uh, you know, so if you want to reach out to me, reach out to Token with the Dead because I'm half dead, you know. So, but thank you, Sean, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And oh, I know you. Ben's not here. So I will do my best, Sean. If you could just hang out while the show closes till the end, that would be great. Uh, how's Ben doing? He's, uh, I'd like to thank all our first responders for doing what you do so that we can come out here and do what we do. Peace. Nicely said, nicely said.